This is Residence 104.4 FM. Flipping marvellous. And of course, BohemianBritain.com. Tis I, Nicholas of Hennigan, coming at you once more from the, the fervour and the, the fanatic and uh, the glory that is the fringe, Edinburgh 2020. And uh, I'd like to say hello, Heather. Hello, hello, hello there. Now, bless you, I just kind of grabbed you in a queue, which sort of tends to happen in, in, in Edinburgh. Um, partly because, well, mainly, of course, well, partly because you're a very nice person, obviously, but you've, you've got a show here called Room, based on a room of one's own by Virginia Woolf. Now, regulars to the literary uh, podcast will know that I wrote a thing called the London Literary Pub Crawl, which goes out around Soho, and, and Virginia Woolf is kind of part of it. So just, just tell us a bit about the show. Yes, um, so I've adapted uh, the show from Virginia Woolf's lectures, her 1928 lectures, which she gave at uh, the Women's College at Cambridge, Girton and Newnham, and I've turned it into, um, I've dramatised it into a theatrical event, uh, so hopefully, well, I've been told, brings it to life and the audience, it makes it more accessible, the message from a hundred years ago, uh, which I think is actually as relevant today. Yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, did you have the, the process? Are you a writer? Is that is that you? Uh, well, I'm at f- first. I'm an actor, uh, but I do love writing. I really enjoy it. I've written uh, three or f- four four uh, productions. This one um, is my latest, and uh, yeah. So I suppose first actor, but now uh, writer divisor. And what form does the production take? It's a drama and um, I act the part of Virginia Woolf. I don't try and mimic her, I represent her and um, I go through the, uh, I act through the main themes from her lectures and uh, it's her thought process, uh, her stream of consciousness as she writes but acted out. Yeah, because she's sort of credited with discovering almost or creating the stream of consciousness novel, isn't she? Yes, I'm trying to make that accessible because obviously um, there's so much when you read those lectures. Um, I'm trying to to get that into an hour. It was a challenge, but hopefully I'm getting good reviews, so hopefully I'm doing that. You're hitting it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know what it's like with Winston Churchill and uh, we're doing Winston David, which has to be in an hour. You're covering all the war and the Boer War. Not easy, not easy. (laughs) (laughs) So so what sort of... What the, what, what's in this show? I mean, what, what's it about? If, if it's to anyone that doesn't know about the lectures or even, uh, I suppose, a room of one's own. So, Virginia Woolf uh, gave these lectures in 1928 and she's discussing um, how women um, have not had the same privileges as men um, and it's prevented them from expressing themselves authentically. Yeah, which of course is very relevant, isn't it? I mean, today. Well, it's sadly, it, sadly, yes, yes. Yeah. So, um, and how's what's the, how's the process of bringing a show to Edinburgh? How does that work? Uh, well, I'm quite a one-man band here. I am literally in a suitcase on a train up from sunny Hastings. Uh, so I couldn't have a, a great set, a beautiful set, lots of props. It's very pared down. Um, for this venue but uh, yeah raise the money myself but here for a month so hopefully I'll get good support yeah good for you I mean it is, it is quite remarkable the Fringe and why why the Edinburgh Festival why the Fringe well it's the one of the greatest festivals in the world and it is very exciting to be here after the pandemic I mean was I did come last year as as just um somebody enjoying the festival but it was very small last year so it's good to see it back on its feet properly again now and with and I found it 
it gets a bit overwhelming because I don't know how many shows there are, but there's literally thousands. And you've also got the film festival and the book festival as well. So I'm trying to dip in there, but there's only so much you can do. Yeah, it's over 3,000 shows this year. 3,000, yeah. right, right. I think it was 300 last year. I was here last year as well. I actually walked down the Royal Mile and got one flyer. <laughs> If you've been to Edinburgh before, you know, that doesn't normally happen. <laughs> one person. It was a bit strange last year, wasn't it? It was a little bit... It was a little bit... Uh, um, a bit sad in some ways. So it's nice to have it all back again. Yes, the yeah. room we were in the year before wasn't even built last year. <laughs> okay. And so and what about... What's the attraction for you of, of Virginia Woolf? I've been asked that, and I've, I've been thinking about... I think it's because... It's, it's dedicated to my mother, in a way, who I felt didn't get the opportunity to express herself as she would have liked from a number of circumstances of her time. And um, I feel that um, still today, women aren't able to express themselves as, as easily as they'd like, even though it's changed, there's still similarities. So I guess that's my influence. Um, um, yes. What about your background? So, were you in a house of actors and performers? No, not, not at all. I mean, I was actually, I started off as a dancer and I was in quite a well-known dance group, um, Hot Gossip. And dancing, I trained as a dancer, but I always wanted to act. I felt that was my real calling. Uh, and so I pursued that career uh, and here I am. I mean, I've got to ask you about hot, hot gossip people of a certain yeah. age because they were, you, I mean, the band, the, the band, the, the troupe was phenomenal, weren't they, everywhere? Well, they were notorious, let's call it, let's call them that. They were notorious for being on the Kenny Everett video show and, of course, Mary Whitehouse, uh, who made them famous by saying that they were obscene at yeah. the time. <laughs> How was that being part of that? Presumably you're just dancing and getting on with it. We were teenagers. We were young. Uh, it was it was hard work. It was it was great, but it wasn't. It was hard. It was hard work. Yeah. And was that, that was it that that sort of sparked your love of performance? Uh, I think I've always. I've, I, I mean, I, I went. I was trained as a dancer. I danced as a child. Um, I was in local productions. All the rest of it. I suppose it's, I've always been involved in that. Uh, so my love of performing, that's kind of mostly all I know, really. Yeah, and yeah. so you're at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival at yeah. uh, Venue uh, 33, the Pleasance Courtyard, that's which is one of my favourite hangouts, actually, because it's... It's a, nice, though. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. So the, the, uh, the venue is the Pleasance Beside, which is right in the middle of the courtyard. So 11.40am every day, except for the 17th, which I think is Wednesday, and the whole, I think the whole of... The courtyard and Pleasance is, is stopping. So every day until the 27th at 11.40am, be great to see people there. Uh, yeah, we're with Underbelly and we've just had our day off today, in fact. Actually. Oh, right, <laughs> OK. So, and, uh, and where, if anyone wants to know any more, the, the production's called Room. room How can we find out more about it? Uh, it's called Room, a room of one's own. Uh, you can uh, look at my Twitter, which is at Halix Theatre. Uh, my... Uh, email address is emulate and the 8-bit is a number so emulate theatre at gmail.com and again I'm at the Pleasance Beside Courtyard 33 So you're on the, you're on the, on the Edinburgh Festival That's Fringe right. site. Brilliant oh, well, thank you for your time, thank you for allowing me to drag you off <laughs> thank and you. talk about Virginia Woolf Thanks for letting and, me talk about my show And I hope it goes well. Thank break, you. Break a leg as they say Did they say that to dancers? I'm not sure <laughs> Thank you. Thanks Heather okay.